everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Erica, what's up, girl? Before I ask you, what I usually ask you. What was that? Today we got guests. Yes. We have guests. Stay dedicated. Hey. This is the what's up, building. What's up, what's up, what's up? What up, what up, what up? <laughs> so guys. What's good? What's happening? What's popping? How you feeling? Hey, we're feeling good. We're feeling real great. It's good to see you in person. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> right? This is really our energy. Thank you so much for joining us. So we have Zach and we have Justin. What's up? Of Stay Dedicated. Tell us about yourselves real quick. Introduce yourselves to everybody. All right. You want to go first? Let's do the intro. Okay. So <laughs> bring it to our world. So yes. thank you guys for tuning in to Stay Dedicated with your two favorite dads. I'm Zach and I have a beautiful three-year-old daughter and i'm justin the father of 11 year old join us on our adventures of fatherhood so a little bit about ourselves so um we both met up in college we both went to ut arlington go Mavs! go Mavs! so um and then we became real good friends and then you know he has a kid. I have a kid. I think I'm just cutting it really short, so I'm not trying to. But I mean, just cut down a whole ten year friendship. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I don't have to explain anything else. But other than that, that's basically it. So um, eventually, like when um, we came together, we both had kids, and we're like, you know what? Let's get together and start a podcast about fatherhood and like single fathers and you know African Americans, people of color, so on and so forth. And at first, Justin didn't agree. Definitely. And, <laughs> and then eventually, he came through after a couple of bribes and whatnot. I just so, had to make it more uh, more open. So, I mean, the idea of just telling my story is like, all right, I'm cool on that. Like, I don't know, everybody doesn't need to know my business. But, like, <laughs> if we made it into a podcast or made it into, like, a brand or a platform, like, yeah. all right, well, now we're a resource for all fathers or all parents or just anyone who wants right. to know an insight into their life, that speaks more to me. So that's what essentially where, where the growth changed uh, and we actually came together to come to a, a decision on that. Yeah. Uh, it's like, all right, we're going to make this into a brand and we're going to do more than just uh, sit in front of each other and just talk about our stories. We really yeah. want to make sure we're affecting and making some change out in the community. And it's dope. It really yes. is. Because I listen, let me phrase that, I don't have any kids, but <laughs> I listen to different things like that because I always, for me, like it's always interesting to hear different people's point of views and I personally feel like Black men or black fathers don't get the credit right. that they deserve. Right. Cause like my dad is really, really dope, but I feel like he don't get credit for it. So it's just really interesting to hear you all stories as young black fathers and just being open and honest and transparent and different things like that. So maybe whenever I have children in years to come, maybe yeah. I'll know a little something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I mean, that's that's pretty much the background of what it is. Like we wanted to I was even just the concept of like do black fathers exist? Like we all know yeah. the stigma that right. we have in the media. Exactly. And then oh, yeah. when you're just going around your communities and you're asking or you just you can visually see that they're not actually present. But yeah. you got two men here who've been doing it. So it's like at least it's giving us credit where credit's due and recognizing other people who do it as well. Yeah. Yes, I so agree. dope. We're so happy that y'all are joining us. Yes. Happy to be here. Happy to be yes. here. Yes, and we're sure. on IG Live for anybody that wants to know that. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> trying out new things. Yes. Yeah. So we're about to get into, of course, you guys know we have our dating and relationship segment, right? We know y'all have listened to our podcast <laughs> before, yeah. right? So, of course, Shelby and I have strong opinions about these kind of things. So it's yes, good to is. have the male perspective in the room, right? Yep. So, and I had heard, Zach, 
that <laughs> you listened to our last podcast episode where we talked about prenuptial agreement. Oh, that's all him. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, like Justin. <laughs> thanks for being out there like that, man. Okay. What happened to fathers supporting fathers? <laughs> Gotcha. But um, for anybody that uh, did not catch that episode, so basically Shelby and I were talking about would we make our man sign a prenup, especially after all things melanin pops off. Which is absolutely, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, on both sides. And then also we also said, you know, if our man is making like bukus of money, would we sign the prenup? And we both agreed. So what do you have to say about that, Zach? Well, I'm... <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to flex. Um, no, I think, okay, here's my thing. is like there's nothing wrong with signing a prenuptial agreement. Yeah. I just feel like if you're going into marriage thinking that it's okay to like, all right, we're going to go ahead and do a prenup because in case something happens, then it's like, all right, all hands free, everybody gets whatever they need to get, yeah. and that's that. But you're already going in a premeditated state that we are going to divorce, right? So I think, like, just for me, like, if I want to get married, I want to, like, say, all right, I'm going to marry you, and if we divorce, and I, I understand that part, but, and, and we can go into the kids' part and everything like that, but I say, like, just signing a prenup just gives you the, the more of a reason to, like, go into divorce, if that makes sense. Like, it, it just, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there was nothing wrong with signing a prenup. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, if, I mean, if that's what you roll with, then that's what you roll with. Yeah. But I don't, you know, but as far as the premeditate, 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 sorry, of actually doing that, yeah. then, you know, then becomes a problem in the end, in my opinion. So that's just all I had to say about that. But nah, I'm with you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, okay, what do you have to say about that? So, I mean, I, I agree with similar sentiments. So essentially, if you're signing a document saying if and when, then you're already planning and preparing for essentially the words. So if this is really um, something that's vested under God and, like, this is true love type thing, then you shouldn't even go with those type of constraints you're just you're already limiting yourself right that i can i totally I, see that perspective i can see that too i think well for me as a woman mm-hmm. protecting myself is like a huge thing and i'm right. not trying to say that of course i'm marrying you so i'm going to already have preconceived notions that in case you mess up yeah. i'm taking all of my money like that's yeah. not because i wouldn't even be marrying you if i had some kind of like right. expecting yeah. it to end but in a way it's kind of like you have, this may sound really bad, but you kind of have, you have car insurance, right? Right. So you're not expecting to go out there and get in a wreck, right? That's true, that part right there. But you are protected if that happens. Insurance is a scam. <laughs> it is a scam. <laughs> but that's, that's a way that I kind yeah. of look at it. I mean, I'm not trying to say it's like this whole business transaction, but in a way, like, let's just say the guy made millions of money and I would sign it just because so he would know that I'm not trying to like just be in this to take all of your stuff and after yeah. I leave you after five years or however the prenup is set up but you know, <laughs> oh, you know but, the ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't Justin no. don't but, lie I mean I'm just saying like I feel like that's a way to protect myself and it, yeah. it's nothing that I expect to happen but things happen yeah. you just you never know I definitely agree I just think it's a little bit of extra insurance okay. just in case just but like case. i'm like i'm the type of person like if i say that i'm gonna marry you like i'm an all in or nothing type of person mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna go into it thinking about getting a divorce but i think that sometimes when you have you know assets and the more 
you acquire wealth and different things like that. Like people change over time. And sometimes the person that you married and that you started out with is not the person that you end up with five or 10 years later. And I've seen money change people and I've seen people go through really, you know, messy and nasty divorces. So just for me, I would just want to protect myself just in case somebody caught a case. Just in case. <laughs> what happened to true love overcome? I mean, I don't <laughs> Thank you. I was about to say, yeah. I am. I'm, I'm, a lo- I'm a true love type of person. I'm a fairy tale type of person, but I'm also a very realistic type of person. Mm-hmm. I get it. I do. I mean, it's a touchy subject, but yeah. I just... I mean, is there a is there really a thing called true love? Like finding your soulmate type oh, of thing? Oh, yes, so? for sure. Okay. Yes, okay, so. yes. I definitely believe that. Okay. I, do you believe, okay, with the soulmate thing, mm-hmm. do you believe that <clears throat> you can find your soulmate and that is the person you're supposed to be with or your soulmate is just a person for that season of your life? Justin, you know what you know what I mean? oh, wow. <laughs> Justin, oh, you're all over this with Justin. Justin, Justin. Go ahead. I mean, so I do believe you have multiple soulmates. Like, I believe, like, as you continue to grow, like, your mindset and everything continues to develop. So you're not the same person you were 10 years. So the person who was meant for you 10 years ago has grown as well. So I believe that would fall in line with the different seasons. Um, I think you got to be careful with how many seasons you go through in your life. Hey, that's That's true. But I mean, as you continue to grow, yeah, your your taste changes, your yeah. your vision, everything changes. So I think that's true. I used to think your soulmate was the one and done, the one person that you're with for the rest of your life. And some people find that some for some people, some people do, and then some people never find it. And I've just come to realize, kind of like in different seasons of my life, like who I thought would be the soulmate is not maybe just for that season they were that person for me that season like meant to be for that season mm-hmm. yeah right I yeah that. and i mean you have to be in a season to also be open open to receive that person that's so that's true. if you're not ready for that person it's not going to work out yeah. so i mean i yeah. think that's how marriage transcends like yeah. y'all were mm-hmm. perfect for that season you continue to be perfect for the further seasons because yeah. you continue to grow with each other and be open to like new experiences yeah yes so, as guys, are y'all hopeless romantics or... I'm really curious. Yeah, like, how do y'all view, like... Why y'all laughing? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Answer the question. Go ahead, ask the question. Um, so, yeah, so how do you view it? Like, how... What is y'all's opinion? What is y'all's perspective on it? <laughs> One of us is already bound, so... That is true. I mean, but did, were, are you a hope, were you a hopeless romantic or, like... Did you always believe that you would find the one? Yeah, I mean, I always knew I, I would find the one. It's just, uh, I don't know, I wasn't a hopeless romantic. It was, <laughs> I mean, I was, it was intentional. It was just more like I'm going into this thing because that's what I want to do. I'm, I'm like tired of dating and I'm tired of like going through all the, the emotions of, you know, and everything. It's just like, I'm just, I just want to go in there and just do my thing. So automatically, yes, I think I am a romantic, but not hopelessly, if that makes any sense. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'm being a little... I definitely want to consider yeah. myself a hopeless romantic. I'm very uh, particular, so... Yes. Very <laughs> I can't... I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get my hopes up for, for everything, so... Yeah. Just, I mean, within that season of just being singless, it really just depends on your intentionality. So yeah. we all, we've all been through those periods where it's like, all right, I'm just out here just kind of dating, like free for all type thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever comes my way or whatever I like, I'm going for that. Yeah. But as you get older, you start to refine down your, your likes. And it's like, yeah. all right, now I see this person falls in line with you know yeah. the trajectory that I want to go into. So yeah. it's not as much hopeless at that point. You've already put the work into yeah. it and you're projecting out what you want. 
And I think once you start getting into those that type of mindset and you yeah. know what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept, it's not hopeless anymore. That's it's very direct. Yeah. That's so true. Both of y'all had good points. I really like how you said intentional. That is huge. Yes. Yes. We always talk about that. Yeah. Like, what are, what are we doing? Be intentional. Tell me what you need, what we want. Because yeah. we're just not going to be out here. You're not <laughs> going to be out here wasting my time. Like, one of the things <laughs> I hate is for my time to be wasted. Yeah, I agree. That yeah. is so yes. annoying. Yeah. So, so I have a counter to the waste <laughs> oh, of thank time. Thank you. Because I'll, yeah. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> because, How is what? Because I'm just a very contrary person. So yes. I don't necessarily believe in the waste of time. Like, thing. like you chose, everyone makes decisions in life. Every action that you do, yeah. whether you know it or not, is very intentional. Like you made that decision. So if you're making these decisions to go out with this person or yeah. invest your time in that, then you're not wasting your time. You're enjoying those moments because you chose to do that. So at the end, if you have the regret, like that's more of a like personal thing. You didn't waste your time because you could have chosen to do something else at any point in time. I think it just feels like, like that I, for a lot like, of women yeah, so, because yeah, okay. a lot yeah, of a, times yeah. we're not on the same page as the man yeah. or the, mm-hmm. or the yeah, man. The man will tell you they want this, but then this is some men. I'm not saying everybody that they want this, and then you end up in a situation ship, and then you feel like you wasted your time because you yeah. thought you would be in a relationship with this man by now, mm-hmm. right? So that is, I think that's where we're coming from, like the emotion of yeah. dang, like you were disappointed, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I do find it that we kind of put ourselves in that situation sometimes because a man will let you know by his actions. Ooh, say yeah. it louder. Say it louder. <laughs> a man will let you know. <laughs> by about his to say because it's, it's very clear yeah. tales yeah. of like, all right, this is not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But sometimes we get you no know, oblivious with infatuation. So yeah, that man. no. Fogs everything up, and it's like now I feel like I wasted time, but really, you knew from day one. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that's true. And that's gonna be my next question like, do y'all, or when you were talking to your, when you started talking to your fiance and different things like that, Zach, or when you start talking to somebody, um, Justin, like, (laughs) do you set your intentions like up front? And if you do, like, when do you do it? Do you do it from the get go? Do you kind of like just wait to fill it out and be like, okay, this is what it is? I guess I'll take it off. No, 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 We talked about seasons, yeah. and I've had great seasons, and I've had seasons where I've regressed, where it's like I'm not as clear-cut as I want to be. So you's out here having a hot boy summer? Is that oh, what you're saying? I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of the four seasons, I think I can get one. <laughs> okay, we all got it. Y'all have so it really just depends on the mindset and like where where I'm at. Like if I'm yeah. really like if I'm grinding things out, and I'm super focused, and that's yeah. probably the best time for someone to like really like approach me. But even yeah. within that, like that relationship might not be on my top yeah. top five things to get into. So it really is. I can be really fickle when it comes down to it. So um, I know how to be intentional. I will say yeah. that. Just I mean, as a man, as a father, like I have the the level of instruction, and I have a, a great set of. Uh, people in my in my circle to make sure I stay focused on that type of thing. But yeah. ultimately you gotta make your own decisions. That's true. That's a good way to explain it. Yeah, I'll piggyback off of that one. So I mean, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. Um like for me, with my relationship, it's just more like, hey, like I like you. We should go out. This is what I like. I mean I first I mean just <laughs> off the first date or a couple yeah. dates, just to answer your question, I'll give it like, you know, maybe like the first or second date, like just let them off, like let them know off bat, like, hey, this is what I do and this is what I'm about and so on and so forth. And of yeah. course, it's just it's all a process, you know, yeah, and like you said, it's all about the seasons and everything like that. So uh, as we grow together, you know, we have to understand like these are the things these are like my pros and my cons about what I like what I like to do and so on and so forth. And I mean, I just keep it direct. 
and straightforward like hey this is you know this is it so either you with it or you're not type I mean of that's thing. the so, best way to be honestly yeah. it is I I would appreciate that and yeah. somebody I'm like not about tell me what it yeah. is like, I'm not about when it like yeah. off top like hello yes. first date yeah uh well, not to be that would probably be, be kind of like a whoa there. Okay. Like, so, so when well, are we engaging it? Yeah. But don't. But I feel like don't try to put in the effort if you really just out here trying to just see what's up on a Saturday night. That's not what I what I'm saying. So don't put in the effort for that. No, like I'm saying, like if that's <laughs> I mean, all I, that you want, okay. like if you have no intentions of actually being in a relationship or being serious, but yeah. then don't, then don't. Like even try to act like that's what you want. If yeah. you know it's not what you I'm want. I'm gonna take this down the rabbit hole. So <laughs> I mean, what's up, Justin? <laughs> from from our first meeting or our first date, like what would be the different levels of intent if someone is trying to just be that weekend person or have something for a long lasting? Like how would you be able to gauge the difference? Consistency. From yeah. the first day though. So you yeah. want oh, the intention. From the first yeah, you want that intention to be known off rip. Well that's what I'm saying. Like if your intentions are pure then like I, I would want to be on that first date with this person if their t- intentions are pure. So if you're going to be dating me, then the first date is kind of hard to tell. Yeah, it is. What your true intentions right. are. Well, I mean, and we that, all put on a facade on the first date. We do. Yeah, yeah, we definitely yeah. do. We definitely do. So I just there think. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> are you going to sit tea on that? <laughs> but I mean, that's what you, that's what I would want. Because I'm not looking for just like dating here dating there yeah. like i'm a serious person like i don't be doing the fuddy-duddy mess so yeah. <laughs> i think that that's what i would want just if someone approaches me i just pray that they their intentions, intentions are, are pure like that's it i, mean, I agree prayer works <laughs> but okay since we're on the dating topic right okay. so let's get into some of our topics so the first one that i want to bring up is you know, you, you guys both were talking about being intentional. And I feel like that's important, especially when you have a child involved. Oh, for sure. Right? So let's talk about being a dating, uh, dating as a single man versus dating as a single father. Okay. Oh, she brought, she brought the I mean, big guns you in. you already know us. You know us. No. <laughs> I only had two, like two months of one experience. My experience is all single fathers. <laughs> Uh, so wait. So what was your question? Just just dating yeah. as a single just dating man, as a single and then single as a single father. Like, okay. what are the differences? I mean, there's not much of a difference. In my, I mean, to me, I mean, I, mean, I, for you, had, I mean, you're more you're months. more in the game than I am. But I've always I, been a single father. Yeah, but I mean, you've been in more. Long, anyways, for me, <laughs> <laughs> for me, I mean, it's not much of a difficult thing in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I've been dating in like in a in a while. Yeah. So a while. So it's <laughs> so I mean uh, I, I mean Justin you take over because it's just like I mean, I mean you know that you know the basis on that part because I will say I mean at the end of the day as, even as a father you're still a man first so that yeah, level of intentionality still has to come from the heart that like I'm a man and like this is what I stand for the level of integrity yeah um so I think what we're really trying to get into is like when you're when you don't have that level of integrity how do you grow to it and like how do you differentiate when i need to step up and when i don't need to step up yeah um that's it comes down to level maturity that's like, what i was thinking yeah yeah you I have to be able that. to either check yourself or have somebody else check you but i mean a lot of men growing up don't have that that soundboard where they can go yeah. to their peers a lot of their peers are doing the same thing like you're a culmination of your 
five closest friends. So that's so true. If yeah. your friends are trash, you're gonna be trash too. <laughs> that is fact. We always <laughs> say that. Straight facts, and big then, facts, I mean, all facts. Just going back to like our platforms, so like if men are growing up without men in the household, yeah. so like they don't have any other resources other than their peers or what they find on the internet. Hopefully they find something like this where they can look into it and find like, all right, there's better ways to go about this. But if not, the blind is leading the blind. So they're going to continue to be immature until a woman scorns them and they go the opposite direction or someone actually treats them right and, you know, kind of builds them up. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So, does that play a part on, well, since you're already locked down, I'm going to ask I can still ask a question. Okay. Well, does it play a part in, I mean, obviously what type of woman that you go for as far as like um, just the type of woman being, being a father, like, do you, does that change your perspective on the type of woman that you bring into your life? I, I would mean, say, definitely. I'll say, yeah. Definitely. And how, and yeah. what would that be? Well, I mean, I, essentially, I mean, you, everyone has their preferences, but still, I think you have your own internal standards. So I know, I know who my mother was in my life yeah. and what role she played for my father and their marriage and their, I mean, they're still happily married 31 years. So, uh, Congrats. I have that as an example. Thank you. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> it is. Love black love. So I have that as an example. Um, I have neighbors and like. It's like pretty much what you grew up around and what you aspire to be is kind of what you what reflects into who you look into. Yeah. So. Yes. For me, that level of standards always been set, so I know when I have it and when I don't. And but yeah. I mean, being clairvoyant, like I've been seasons where I know what something was good for me and something wasn't good for me. Yeah. And speaking of the situation, I mean, my daughter's mother doesn't match up to where my standard would have been. So yeah. you make those decisions, you still got to continue <clears throat> to live with it. It's not yeah. going to be the end of the world, but right. yeah. it's just the the daily struggles of as a man. Like you got to yeah. hold your standard and you got to follow through with it. And ultimately, as a father, you have to know that whatever woman you bring into your child's life is that you're starting the cycle for her. Oh. That's yeah, what that's she's so going to look for. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Because I look at like anytime I'm dating somebody or talking to somebody, especially in this season of my life, like I look at things that my dad does for me and he still does for me to mm-hmm. see if he's going to be able to do those things for me. For instance, like the other day, my car wouldn't start and it was something so simple that I didn't know. But the first person I called was my dad. My dad almost drove two and a half hours up here what? just to fix my car. Okay. And my whole thing, and I was thinking that the other day, um, cause I'm really intentional about praying about things that I wanted to make and different things like that. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking one day, like I pray that I can find somebody that goes hard for me like my dad goes hard for me and i think that sometimes we don't even realize subliminally like we want certain things because that's what we've seen our parents doing different things like that yes yeah me and shelby talk about that all the time like we look at it so deeper than just oh my god i got me a little bay like no we, no, we look at it deeper that. like for me we both have our sets of parents right and been married for a long time and so of course we look at that but also i look at it as if this man that's in my life if this person i'm supposed to be marrying if my parents are gone when my parents are gone to heaven Mm -hmm. can i rely on this man you know what i mean like can can he be that like of of course they're not gonna fill the void but can he be that person that i can rely on you hardcore because you're the only one i got here yeah yeah that type of man so Uh it's like that's how deep we look into it and i don't think a lot of people 
I don't think a lot of people look at, I think we were talking about this um, the other day. I think a lot of people look at relationships surface level, Definitely. but a lot of times yes. when I talk to people, like <clears throat> we need to get past all of that. Like I'm going straight for the jugular. Like I need to know like what your character is, what your intention is, what your vision is. Like mm-hmm. do what's you your family to, trauma? What's your family yes. trauma? Do you yes. believe in, or do you believe in monogamy? Are you crazy? Yes. Do you got somebody to think that your chick? Like I need to know all of these things. <laughs> <laughs> do you got somebody to think that your chick? Listen, right. you got to watch those types. Yeah, apparently that's yeah. a new way. Like I've asked to do that time. I was like, "Do you have? Do you? Are you dating somebody?" He was like, "No." I was like, "Well, are is there somebody that thinks that I will ask all kind <laughs> of random?" Know y'all ain't dating. I don't yeah. think that's fair. Uh, <laughs> have you been through something similar? <laughs> yeah. I just don't think that's fair. See, no, a real bold. They are. Days. They are. So I just need to know what I'm walking into. That's all I'm saying. I right. just need to know. And, and that's fair, in my opinion. Like, yes, it's it's, it's fair. <laughs> I just, like, they got they ask the questions. I mean, we have a kid, so yeah. Yes, and so okay. Speaking of that, so guys do try to like approach us, right? With, half the time is dumb stuff that I'll just be like, no response. But be creative. Give them creative no, points. No, um, no. There's no creative points. <laughs> e for effort. They gotta try. Yeah. An yeah. N for no. <laughs> So let's talk about rejection. It's okay. one of our topics. So okay. let's talk about the real man versus a Mitch, a male. Oh, wow. You know what? <laughs> so when you're when if you get rejected mm-hmm. by a woman, how does a real man respond, and how would a Mitch respond? <laughs> Come on with it. Okay, let me take this one. I got this. Oh, one. You got it, Zach. So only uh... no one side. <laughs> so. Let's start with the Mitch first and then end off with the real man because real men are on the show. But um, I'd say for like a Mitch, he would just be more. And for those of you who don't know what a Mitch is, it's a man. Anyway, so. It's a male bitch. It's oh, a male, thank she you. got she got you. She, okay. she got, I mean, we don't cuss on her. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, a Mitch would just be like, man. F this girl and so on and so forth. She ain't nothing and like go on Instagram and like post about how like how this you know, oh just basically God. scorn her on. So you know what I'm saying? Like just put her down like as if she's nothing. Even though like she's, you know, working a nine to five, she has a full time job, she has her yeah. own place, so on and so forth. So you know nothing about that. So a uh, Mitch would legitimately bitch about everything because they're constantly being rejected now for real man it'll just be like all right well i understand and a real man in his mind he's like okay well obviously this did not work out for me maybe there's something else that's better out there for me so i'm just going to move on and try and find that person now if it's intentional you'll find it if it's not intentional then you might just be like lost at sea somewhere (laughs) just trying to pull things together like justin and you know so (laughs) I'll pull it together. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> so what's your one side, Justin? I mean, as a real man, essentially intentionality is everything. Also, prayer is everything. So, I mean, even before you just do the, like, the pull up and holler type thing, like, you don't even put yourself in those type of situations. Like, you prayed over this so you know, yeah. like, the Lord's going to place the woman in your life at the appropriate time. And you need to be where you're supposed to be at. So, I imagine y'all get the holler situation anywhere, but there's more situations in certain atmospheres and others mm-hmm. i don't know right. if that's happening at the library or if it's happening at church all the time like that <laughs> you know, church is getting a little bit more wild so the intentionality and just making sure you're applying like the same logic i'm speaking as a father like if 
how I would want someone to approach my daughter is something I have to keep in mind when I'm approaching other people. Yeah. So there's a certain level yes. of respect or sometimes overdoing the respect just because yeah. I'm a gentleman. So like, you know what the, the struggles that women go through on a yeah. daily basis. So you don't want to be a part of that. So just being almost anti-cultural, like just kind of doing something that's, that's different. And yeah. that's what really gets people's attention or women's attention because like, they're used to getting hollered at all the time, but it's like, yes. all right, let me introduce myself in a nice way or like, yeah. find an appropriate setting. This might not be the setting. Right. That's so the hardest true. thing. Yeah. When, honestly, yes. when you find someone, when you see somebody that you like, like it's appealing. It's just like, this might not be the time. It might not be the season. Am I really right right now? Yes. Like, so true. Men getting in and out of relationships. She mm -hmm. might be in and out of relationships. So you just got to wait. What's meant for you is meant for you. That's, so true. Yeah, I just is. feel like some dudes just try to holler see if they get a response, and That's you ain't like, getting one from me. Yeah. I mean, it comes yeah. down. But you can tell those yeah. type of dudes most of the time, like right yeah. off the bat. It's deep. I mean, rejection is deeply rooted into insecurity. So yeah. it's like they're yeah. they're missing something. There's some type of gap or hole in their personality or just their value. So they're trying to fill that up with, you know, the courage or you know the bravado that I can talk to any woman I want, but I'm not willing to face the fact that they might not want to talk to me. Yeah, because yeah. nobody likes rejection. I mean, that's yeah. why. I mean, we always talked about like, would as a woman, would you approach a dude? I'm saying no. <laughs> oh, wow. I wouldn't. It's the no for me. Not not it's... like to like pursue him, approach him. I'm, of course, <clears throat> I can have a conversation with you. Like, I'm real cool and friendly, but I'm not gonna mm. like approach you. Like, hey, what's up? So uh, sh we should go out. Like, I'm I'm not doing. Well, that. I'm You're not above giving you clues. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, yes, I no, will put no you in a position to like... shoot your shot. Yeah, but I'm not shooting with anything. Said. So that's how I, I mean. I think that's, I mean, t if that did happen, I think that would be kind of cool. Like, it would just be like, okay, she's, she, I mean, I'm pro women shooting their shots. Yeah. You will not Women's be getting rights. that from all things. <laughs> Come on, things I ain't shooting nothing. Other women will do it, but not your I'll girl. Be the target. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Oh, no. But I think, um, like, with rejection, I mean, if a woman was like trying to shoot her shot, we don't want the rejection either, right? We don't, we look at it like that too. Like, but, also, as a woman that's being approached, it's all in the approach. So if you yes. have a good approach, you probably will not be rejected. Even mm -hmm. if she's not 100% like into you, at least, you know, you wouldn't get like, ill, no. Or it's not for me, dog. Yeah, you wouldn't get one of those kind of responses. <laughs> I feel like there's, there's a, not, I won't, won't call it balance as far as how rejection situation plays out. Like, of course, how you approach is one part of it, but also how yes. you reject is another part of it so dealing with men who have insecurities yeah. if you just give them a blatant like no or you just ignore it sometimes like that is a little bit That'll too strong the for fire. them yeah yes i always try like even like if somebody comes up to me or tries to talk to me and i'm not interested like i'm always very very polite because a mm -hmm. i don't know how crazy you are yes and b i don't know what you're gonna try to do but i have still <laughs> found sometimes no matter how polite i am and no matter how nice I am, like, they will still get so, so very upset. Like, yes. and it's kind of scary sometimes. So you're like, it's like sometimes you're scared to reject them, even though it's not what you want. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you don't really, you really like, you're trying to gauge this person that you don't even really know. Right. Yes. Sometimes I will like, just give them my Google number just so they can have yes, something I will give so you they a can fake get number. out of my face. It's been that kind of situation where you just, you're like, oh, my, my vibes is not, something is wrong and yeah. I'm just going to give you this Google number so you think 
so you can go on about your business. But don't call me standing right there in front of me. To That's see what they started doing. That's what started like calling you that. on the spot. I'm like, God, dog. <laughs> I know. Can't even be slick no more. I'm like, dang, gave you the wrong number and name. <laughs> but you know, I mean, y'all, y'all definitely have to protect yourself. So yeah. I'm, we yes. get that part. Yeah. Yes. And so let's keep on moving with our dating. Okay. Right. So you take this girl on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about men going Dutch on dates, or do you think the man should pay? First date, men men first, should pay. First date, men should definitely Second pay. Second date, <laughs> second date. I mean, if it's really going really good, then sure, why not? But I mean, that's still too early for me, in my opinion. It depends who. It just depends I mean, on I think person. after first date, you kind of get into who acts who. Like yeah. essentially, that's when you're still trying to fill fill mm-hmm. each other out. So yeah. there are lots of situations where the woman is still feeling the man more than the other so if she's yeah. asking like all right can i can i go this can we go here type of thing it's like all right yeah. i'm not gonna make sure you're not gonna cover everything but yeah we can go we can go half or it really just depends on environment yeah. too so like we're just doing like movies and dinner type thing yeah. that's something we could we could split but because that can get really expensive like yeah, we, we talked about that we talked about that one time and i googled it and it came up on match.com that the average date costs like 120 dollars yeah. Yes, I can see it. Yeah, ooh, drinks, drinks, yeah, wherever else you're going. Right. But then we gave some cheap date ideas. Yeah. So did. as men, like, what are some date ideas you would have? Netflix and chill. Oh <laughs> my god! Why did I feel like Netflix and chill? Why did I feel? You know what? Show over. <laughs> I mean, but, but no, seriously though. No, I mean, I would say like for me, like I wouldn't mind like cooking. Okay. And like she does something, I don't know, like bake something, I don't know, like just. I mean, we don't have to chill. Like, like we'll just legitimately like stay at the play or go to her place, yeah. go to my place, whatever. Like, you know, I'll bring the food, we'll kick it, you know. And that's typically yeah. it. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything as complicated as like we have to make reservations and then we right. gotta go to yeah. this soiree afterwards. <laughs> like, you know, it's just it's just yeah. like just like I don't know. I'm a simple I'm a simpleton. Yeah. So that's just me. But yeah, okay. I mean, I mean, yeah, cheap days. Um, movie is cool. But uh, dinner is pretty much the safest yeah. bet yeah, for me. Sure. Something, yes. something public I can enjoy yeah. if it doesn't yeah. go well. <laughs> you can out type thing. Yeah. Bye. Um, second day is more when I start to start to get into activities. Like yeah. now I can start to move with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, when it gets to the higher end of dates, I think like that's that true level of investment. Listen, we are together now. Yeah. You yeah. gotta, gotta, gotta have some background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are together. I just want you to know. You ain't realize it yet. Cause I mean, coming from yeah. a father perspective, like I gotta, I'm pretty much upfront with it. Like I pay child support to be honest. Like <laughs> this money is is here, but yeah, the more I spend <clears throat> on you, the less is going to Alexia. Oh, so. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's real. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, cause there are just thoughtful things to do, kind of like what mm-hmm. you were mentioning. Like you don't have to just go out here and ball out no. at a <laughs> soiree swar- or whatever. No, you don't. I mean, but the thing about it is, like, like if you're really trying to invest in this relationship and you're really trying to create, a, like, make a good impression, of course, like, make the reservations to, like, you know, uh, that fancy restaurant that you really like you know of course you got budget yourself like all right i know i'm gonna go ahead and get this tonight so i gotta go ahead and make (laughs) this money happen so i mean just i'm just saying like you know so if you know that it's going in the right direction then it's more than likely gonna be like all right we're gonna take you out to like the ritz hotel and like treat you and everything so that's that's me but i mean like 
again, nothing wrong with being simple. Yeah. It's just, I feel like for some women, they're like, oh, like, like when you say cheap dates, I'm like, ah, oh, no. Affordable, affordable, affordable I mean, affordable. Yes, my bad. Affordable, yeah, yeah, yeah. affordable dates. You know, but the thing about it, it would come off as a bad impression to someone because they want, you know, they want some nicer, like, oh, this guy's got wine and diamonds yeah, and so on and so forth. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Here's the thing about that. Okay. In my opinion, if a woman that doesn't are that doesn't already take herself on them kind of nice fancy dates, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a woman. That's the type of woman that would want to like just purposefully do that. But I feel like if a woman can do it for herself, yeah, then like for me, I'm like I can do that, but that's not really the most important thing to me. Like I'm, you're not gonna be more impressive to me because you're mm-hmm. taking me to like the Ritz Carlton, right? I mean. I just feel like if you have the, as a woman, if you have the confidence to do those types of things, that wouldn't be like as impressive to you because you can mm-hmm. already do that. Like you're looking for something just chill and yeah. something thoughtful yeah. and something yeah, I think like it's, real. Like it's thought and creativity to typically be a part yeah. right. that sparks the interest. So you just got to pay attention to the conversation. You got to yeah. figure out something yeah. she's mentioned, and that's what really can spark off a first date. Right. Yes. Yeah. What was your question, Frame? Oh, it was random. But I was just gonna ask you. I feel like women always have like this ideal like dream date like they want to gotta take them on so if money was no object what would be your dream date that you didn't have to pay for that they had to pay for <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one oh, uh, ladies pay attention we're trying to help y'all <laughs> so let's break this down so if money was no object hold on we're we gonna talk about this on the side I'm considerate, honestly. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm being that, like, I'm such a nice guy. Like, that's just who Aww. I am. <laughs> but it, like, but when you say no money, like, it's, it's like, all right, now we're like really talking, like, maybe Italy. I mean, I'm gonna just say, I mean, but again, well, I mean, what would you say? I'm just being considerate. That's what I mean. I mean, Italy's considerate? <laughs> you said no boundaries, no streets. Yeah, so it's like, no. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm always a fan of beaches, so we would just find uh, a beach to any coast that we go to yeah. and, and chill out for for a weekend. I think that would immediately let me know how this is going to go moving forward. If I can yeah. spend three days yeah. with somebody, then yeah. we're golden. Because <laughs> I'm down for like like a staycation or maybe like just like a, a spontaneous getaway type yeah. of thing, you know? like That's what makes it so fun in a relationship. So that's... My that's kind of the next thing I was gonna ask. So, how? What's your longest relationship? Have you been in long term relationships? Yes. Okay. So, what's the, what's the date night for people that are in long term relationships? Right. What like what? So date night for like? me is just like. Um, Usually, like when we see a spot, and we're like, "Ooh, we should definitely check that out." Like, I like that place. Yes, and we're we know, and we're like, "All right, we'll definitely." So for me, it's like we have to find a babysitter. And then we have to like, all right, we have to make this plan go. And again, like majority of the time, it's just more like Netflix and and chilling at the house. And that's that. But like if we want something like really special, like we really go above and beyond a little bit to like make this real, like a really nice night to where, you know, like we're trying to keep that that flame going. You know, we're trying to keep things interesting. Yeah. And we're not trying to be like extra, but if we do want to go extra, then we have to save the money. We have to make plans and and everything like that. And uh, especially like we have like, like people who have special occasions like birthdays, 
just recently, like my friend just moved to Atlanta. So we were like, all right, well, we got to make plans to go to Atlanta and we're going to go ahead and make that happen. And I mean, that's just, and that can be like our own little date, yeah. date weekend or yeah, like, you know, so getaway. yeah, a little getaway, especially <laughs> from the kids. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think my, my relationships is me stall like, you a little bit just like, <laughs> two years. So like, <laughs> we really hit the travel destinations, but, uh, I'm super activity based. So whether it's, you know, something as drunk laser tag or rock climb, climbing, <laughs> I was like, like that's a real thing. Oh yes. Yeah, it is. Where can I sign up Definitely. for this? You, wanna... you got to maneuver around. You gotta move around. <laughs> so, <laughs> legal activity. But I mean, the risk is what keeps the spark going. <laughs> I'm crying. Yeah. I just like, yeah. Any type of activity that we can do, it could be a hike or, I mean, even just painting, yeah. just doing something together yeah. Uh, yeah. outside the house. So yeah. like, I mean, with me having Alexia on like on a rotating schedule, so it takes out essentially half of our time. Yeah. Yeah. So the time that I, I am with my significant other is like, all right, let's get outside the house. Yeah. So it's just finding different things to do outside. So like when, with that, when is the right time to maybe bring your child around this woman or maybe go on a date with you and your daughter? For me, it, For it takes a minute. So um, I'm really big on like when it comes to dating, like we have to ha make sure we have an established connection. So yeah. that might take a while, especially if it's somebody I'm brand new. It's like, all right, I'm still just trying to get to know you. Yeah. And like I said, I don't really do the small talk type thing. So I'm getting into like the family history, yeah. mm -hmm. your ideologies, like how if I were to leave you alone with Alexia, are you going to say something reckless? It's going right. to wreck her yep. mindset. Like that's yeah. the type of stuff I have to get into. So that process can take like six months to be honest. Yeah. Um, but I mean, one of the things with me, I mm -hmm. do believe I work with, I deal with a woman of standards now. So yeah. like I, if I'm taking the time to get to know you, I believe you're at least at a, a minimal standard that I yeah. can put you around the environment of my daughter. Yeah. So yeah. it might not be a direct um, introduction, yeah. But a lot of people who I have dated in the past have been around Alexia without her knowing, per se. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then I also just kind of peep how you interact in those type yeah. of situations. That's smart. That is a good That's idea. That's really, really smart. What about you, Zach? No, I mean, I, I was on the same boat with him. I was like, I, wish, I usually wouldn't bring my kid around if I was in the dating mode. Like, I wouldn't do that immediately. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I would mention, like, hey, I do have a kid. And just leave it at that. But I mean, if if all goes well, then of course, yeah, I'll bring you around my kid. But we have to have some type of a like an establishment already. Like I know that I'm going to take this a step further. So then we're gonna go ahead and bring my child into the play. But yeah. again, like I think just us for fathers, we're a little bit cautious, especially for us. Like we don't want to like just hop into a relationship and just immediately give our you know yeah. show our kids because you know then our kid immediately becomes attached to you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was about and to if, say. Yeah, and if a things, lot of attachment. Yeah, it's just a lot of attachment, and like the moment like if if things don't work out, then it's just like yeah. you know now I have to talk to my kid about yeah. like all right, so auntie. You know, Erica isn't gonna be here anymore. <laughs> That's a weird transition. Oh she ain't never coming back. Like I'll so, be a good auntie. Yeah, yeah. She had to take a long vacation. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't take it so well. I, I will say, dating as a father, I haven't had any predicaments where like yeah. a woman has been like super eager. Like they do respect that timeline. Yeah. Like, right. all right, 
I understand I need to get to know you and you have to feel comfortable with me before you get introduced into Alexia's right. life. So, I mean, when you start, like I said, when you start being intentional and you start dealing with women of, of that level of standard, that's not really as much of an issue. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, even, no like, when I think about it, like, if you date somebody that um, that's a single father and different things like that, like, a lot comes with it. Like, you get mm-hmm. the child, you get the baby mama, right. you get, yeah. if there's drama, you get every mm-hmm. single thing, like, me and Eric always say, like, everybody comes with baggage. You get his baggage, you get the baby mama baggage, you get all the right. baggage. Mm-hmm. So right. I can definitely see, like, waiting right. to, like, ask all those questions. And it's important. And so when you're choosing this person that you're introducing to your child, mm-hmm. um, obviously it's somebody that you're serious about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you are looking for this person to be serious with, what are your absolute non-negotiables? Like, not I'm not talking about preference. I'm talking about your non-negotiables for someone. Don't play the role of well at, in the beginning. Just I mean I don't mind you playing the role as a mother, but and like early in the game, like don't be like I need yeah. you to do this and do that because like overstepping boundaries, like overstepping Hell, boundaries yeah. of the other month, you know, of of her yeah. biological mother, yeah. and then you know it becomes a little problematic because I'm like I'm a disciplinary person here, like. Mm-hmm. I just need you to understand that, you know, there are some, you know, and of course at this time you probably set some rules and regulations already in place. Yeah. If, know your role. Know your role. So you gotta explain. So it's just like you gotta like, hey, look, these these are my things. Okay, like, you know, like I'm the parent here. So I mean, but if it comes down to where the kid does actually get in trouble, then of course report it to me and I'll take care of it. But if you were to handle it yourself, and it does, and it turns sour. Then it's like, then you're gonna bring on the whole drama, the whole wave of the baby mama. After that, that that comes afterwards, and we don't want that to happen for y'all because we really do care about y'all. So that's what, what about you? I mean, just, I mean, just, in a, in a lump sum, <clears throat> it might seem generic, but my biggest pet peeve is like ignorance. Like yeah. anything that's attached to my name that's gonna embarrass or bring my name down or put dirt on my name, I'm not yeah. with that at all. So yeah. if you don't know how to act in in public situations. Or you can't control your mouth, or you have any type of habits that aren't like something you're actively working on. Preach. And that gets down into like traumas too. Like, I'm really big on trauma. So, like, if you know how your grandmother was to your mother and how your mother was to you, and you have that inside of you, and you're not actively trying to fix that, then that's a form of ignorance. If you know better, you do better, and you should know better at this Mm -hmm. point. So, that's bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are things. If I if I start to pick it out, red flags. I'm really big on those. If I call out a red flag and it's not like a level of adjustment, then nah, I can't have you around my daughter because I'm teaching her that once you find that that, yeah these you have something that's bothering you or you find something that you don't like or is unacceptable, like don't do it again. Yes. Because I was going to bring up that topic about like the signs of like a toxic man or woman. And mm-hmm. I think that that you hit it on the nail about ignorance. That is very toxic because right. some people yeah. are very aware of what they're doing, <laughs> yes. but they don't care. They get, or they've gotten away with it and people have For let so them long. do it right. and do it yes. and do it and do it. Right. Exactly. So what's some other top toxic behaviors in a person, in a relationship, man or woman? Mm. What do you think is toxic? Lying. Lying. Cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. Those go hand in hand. List the whole thing off. I think if you, to me, like, if you don't do what you say you're going to do, like, mm. to me, that's very, very toxic. Because, like, yeah. I'm the type of person, like, if you tell me that you're doing something, like, I'm going to believe, like, I just don't have time in my day to police you, to see what you're doing, and different things like that. And I think somebody that's not trustworthy, that's 
doesn't do what they say and different things like that. To me, that's really toxic. Yes. That to me, I can't rely on you. Because right. I'm a reliable person. Right. Like, everybody knows Eric will show up <clears throat> for them. But if mm-hmm. I can't feel like you're going to show up for me or you'll mm-hmm. say, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Or I'll see. Yeah, or I'll see. Hey, and then I never hear from you. Yeah. No, that's toxic. <laughs> that's toxic behavior. Yeah. I guess once when you lose that trust. Yeah. Yes. You know, like, again, it just comes down to communication and trust between each other. So it's like once that trust is gone, it's like you know everything else just crumbles and you know so it's a level of, in, of integrity yeah. Like yeah saying what you're gonna i mean meaning what you're saying yeah. doing what you say yeah uh for me personally laziness is a big toxic trait yeah because like, yeah. a lot of people are very lazy yeah right like, mm-hmm. i'm not saying that you have to wake up every day and beyond 120 like i am most of the time just kind of push through and just continue to like be yeah. eager but uh progress is key like you got to continue to progress every yeah. day should be better than the day before and if you do fall short then let's double up next day type thing like right. continue to yeah. take steps forward but when you get caught in a slump and you don't know how to shake it and you just stay there right yes. that like that brings me down because yeah. i mean i'm someone who's gonna like lend a helping hand and come yeah. and, right and pull you up but i mean sometimes but, when you're pulling something up it hurts you more than yes. that's true. yeah you're doing double time and you're just yeah. trying you're to make exhausting. it happen. Yeah. That's, that's, so true. Yeah. that's so true. I mean, that's very toxic because the person you're in a relationship with, you essentially start acting like them or picking up their mannerisms. Yeah. Even yeah. with For friendships, sure. like you were saying earlier, yeah. like you are who you hang around. You are who you're in a relationship with. Yeah. So if this person is doing these toxic traits, what makes you think you're yeah. going to be able to avoid that in any kind of way? I also think that you have to watch how like people talk to you and how like they talk to other people because I think that can be very very toxic. Because yes. I've been out before and I've seen people like talk to people crazy and I'm like, bro, you don't see that's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, toxic behavior is pedophile, liar, overstepping boundaries. Yes. Not respecting the co-parenting intrusiveness. Yes. Speak on it. List of deal breakers. Speak yes. on it, Seth. Speak on. <laughs> No, that was the last one. Okay, oh, okay. we checked the other live. <laughs> that is true. Those were all straight big facts. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. What we got over there? Yeah, pedophile for us for sure, because that's oh, that's, oh hell no. no oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a hard no. the 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 black in me would definitely come out. <laughs> and everybody in this damn room today. Everybody here, <laughs> real ethnic. We earned it. Well, because like no, okay, like sidebar real quick. Is mm-hmm. that like me and my fiance? We talked about this, and we're like about. Um, if our kid is touched in any way or if they feel like they're uncomfortable in, cer- in certain situations, please let us know. Okay, like, sure. like, I know that, I, like, I don't know if it's just, but, like, just children in general, they're, you know, they're very innocent. They don't know what's right and what's wrong. And, like, the moment that they feel uncomfortable, they feel like they can't really tell nobody about it. And, you know, and then my, they, they're probably thinking like, oh, they're going to get mad and everything. And no, yeah. no, I will hunt that kid down. <laughs> right? Yes. And uh, that is crazy. Sorry. Got into mm-hmm. my feels a little bit. No, that's a true fact. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, I mean, but people are going through this all the time. So I just, I just have to state it out there that like, you know, as fathers, yeah. you know, it is our job to make sure that our kids feel safe. You know, Moscow over blooms. That's a, a teaching thing. So it's just, you know, got to make sure that the kid is safe, that they're eating and so on and so forth before we can actually teach them, yeah. like, the things that are, like, necessary. So. Yeah. There's yes. so much going yeah. on in the world, like, with bullying and insecurities and just, like, a long list of different things like that that, like, when kids go to school and different things <laughs> like that, you don't really know 
what they deal with. You know right. what I mean? So it's really important to like, yeah. I remember when I used to come home with different things like that, I just used to rattle off everything to my mom. I have, I don't think she was listening to me, but she listened when it mattered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I always felt comfortable and safe to like tell her stuff and different things like that. So I think that's amazing that y'all make your daughters feel safe to tell you stuff and different things like yes. that. Yeah. Yes, because even with I remember growing up and my parents wouldn't even let me spend the night over nobody's house. Me neither. I couldn't go nowhere, no. yep. especially yep. if I get it now. All right. yes. all right for me. Couldn't anyway. go nowhere. nowhere. No, mm -mm. you gotta Skype that person in. <laughs> if they had a, if they had a brother, I couldn't go to their house. Like my yeah. mom was That's, super. A brother, and even uncle. if they did, like leave the door open. <laughs> no, no, I couldn't like, go over there. So when I leave oh, the door, wow. <laughs> my mom was like, "Oh, you ain't going over there," and it was like very specific family i honestly really didn't even start going to like some of my friends houses so i could drive yeah. and then my mom had to know specifically who it was so she didn't play any of those ranger games so yes. shout out to my parents yes. um for <laughs> making, <laughs> for making me realize that uh somebody asked us like who raised them i was like i mean oh. yeah. yeah i mean both, <laughs> my, both my parents are together so i mean they yeah. but they were hardcore yeah. So they were old school. So it's like yeah. if you step the wrong way, it's like a slap across the you face. Never lived to tell the story, I yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Living in school, like what happened? Oh, I just fell. <laughs> no. So yeah. People used to like laugh because, like, in my in my house and different things like that. Like, I would hear all these stories about how kids used to sneak out and all this stuff. First of all, I never thought about it. Mm -hmm. Second of all, my my parents put bars on all of the windows. It was bars. for knocks in there. Like, listen, we're going nowhere. <laughs> I mean, there was nowhere to go. I lived in the country, but still, they put bars on there. So if you even thought you was going anywhere <laughs> to get caught, you weren't because mm -mm. you can't get out the bar. Mm -mm. Lord Jesus. But yeah, so uh, just going back to like just the whole thing about just the deal breakers for us. Yeah. Like that's just one of the things just from our father's perspective is, yeah. you know, at like at the end of the day, we are like we're fathers, we're men. We gotta we're the providers of our household, and we gotta do what we gotta do. So if you're included in that, that's what we do. But I, I mean, do you have any other things that you want to list? Oh, they're they're really listing it off. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. thank you yeah. for saying that. Jeez. <laughs> so as we carry on, was there anything? Oh, else? so yeah. yeah. So we basically hit all the topics. <clears throat> I was gonna ask you guys about um, double standards. That's oh, real man. deep. But what do y'all okay. feel like <laughs> women have double standards? Okay, yes. so like list off some of the double standards so at yes. least we can clarify on some things. Okay, so for example, if a woman is clear about wanting a relationship, people might judge her as desperate or needy. But if a man openly admits the same, he's sweet, attractive, he intentional. So that would be a double standard. Even little things like mm. initiating the first move for a woman. Yeah. People might think that's like, well, you're doing too much. But people always expect the man to yeah. initiate the first move. I blame society for this because, yeah, yes. because it's just, it's like times are changing. Yeah, and I mean, as a millennial, I don't see nothing wrong with the woman approaching me and like starting a conversation. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with the woman like, you know, like going out there and saying, hey, look, you know, like somebody help me out, give me some affirmations yeah. of, you know, and, and that's that. But I, I mean, that this is just coming from me. Yeah. I mean, maybe other people would probably think otherwise, but I mean, that's just, I don't know, it's just plain stupid. No, I mean, opinion. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's become a societal issue where like it's glamorized, it's like this facade, this, yeah. everything kind of <clears throat> works out within these specific gender roles. But yeah. in reality, like, I mean, our parents 
per se have probably have a, like a nice love story, but you don't know your mom might have hollered at your dad. Like for real, like it might have. My mom didn't. I don't want to clarify that. <laughs> so it's like we we grow up on the facade yeah. that like everything is gonna be a fairy tale and like yeah. you know, men are gonna be gentlemen and all that, but it's not the reality. Yeah. And I mean, at a certain age, you start to learn that you curate your own reality. Like you make your decisions yeah. and you set your your future. So yeah. You can't be bound by these double standards. Like, right. that's true. if you're gonna, if you internalize it as a double standard, you're holding yourself back. Yeah, because I think that, do. that goes to like, um, when we always say, what are our standards? <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> like, what I bring to the table, yeah. you should be able to bring to the table too. I what I ask of you, I should be able to do it too. Right. Yeah, that kind of thing, because then it kind of X's out the double standard. Yeah. Like, why would I expect you to go to the gym five days a week and I eat Cheetos five days a week? You right. know what I mean? Like, not on the same. Yeah. So we going 50 50 on rent? Oh. Oh. They to be discussed at a later date. Um, <laughs> no, we don't get this done. Okay. <laughs> I was raised that that would be a no, but I actually think I would. Yeah. I was okay, raised a different round. I was raised a different way, but. The way rent is set up. Yeah, we can go. I can go fifty fifty right now. Right now. <laughs> uh, what do y'all think? I mean, I I appreciate the offer. I will say, just yeah. with my my dating experiences, I always just I appreciate the thought and the consideration. Uh, like this is a running joke of just like r- reaching for your wallet per se. Like I got it, but like just show yeah. the attempt. So I know that you, you're like, oh, oh you're considering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when it comes down to rent, I mean, as a man, as a provider, like I, I want to make sure like the household is secure and like right. I'm making sure yeah. like that is mm-hmm. like you have a roof over your head, so yeah. I can make sure I take care of that. When it comes to the utilities, I'm a little bit more fluid on that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not using all these all these lights. We got to put it in somewhere. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's what my mom like raised me on. She's like. Nah, if he if he ain't want to, you know, do it, then what you moving in there for? I'm like, that's true. First of all, I'm not moving in, but I'm just saying. (laughs) What you think, Zach? No, I said our audience is saying, oh, hell no, because (laughs) on the 50-50. I I, I get that. You know, I think like, again, I just think that, you know, we as men, like, we're providers. Yeah. We are like, we know we make this amount of money. Yeah. This is what we got to cover. You know, and I think like maybe if we need help on, oh, sorry wow. guys, it's thundering. Right when Zach started talking. Man, <laughs> something's going, I don't know what it is. But no, I, I, I say this because I'm like, look, I have like, I have nothing wrong with saying, okay, maybe we can go like, you yeah. know, 2080 or something, you know, like rent is severely high. Yeah, it is. So I'm like, it is. super Very high. high. <laughs> so I have nothing wrong with like, you know what, on second thought, maybe yeah. we should reconsider this. And, you know, so that's I, like, Again, it's just a negotiation yeah. for me, at least, you know, having that conversation up front and going on. But at the end of the day, like as a man, we got to provide. We yeah. got to do our thing. So, And I mean, I think there's there's different levels of it. One of the things I know a lot of men struggle with is being transparent up front, just understanding the financial situation. Like yeah. a lot of us are recent <laughs> graduates. So it's like <laughs> we have the debt situation off top, just some yeah. student loans. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> some of us didn't manage our finances well in undergrad or even before that. Or we come from family situations where it just was never taught to us. So yeah. mm-hmm. expecting a man just to be able to provide out <laughs> the jump sometimes isn't realistic. Yeah. And due to the double standards, men 
put themselves into harder situations because like, all right, I have to make sure I provide for you know my significant other and if they're a father, yeah. Like, I gotta make sure I'm providing for my child on top of that. So, that's a lot of stress on a man versus, yeah. you no. Know, I think the biggest thing is like having that level of communication, like I said, and being transparent. Like, this is my yeah. situation. So, mm-hmm. I might not be able to do 100%. But if yeah. we do 70 30, like, let, at least meet me some way. Yeah. I agree. Cause I would, I would wanna help my mate. Like, I wouldn't want him to carry everything. Like, that would really bother me. Yeah. And I just don't think. <clears throat> I just don't even think that I could do that or just let him do like that would just really, really bother my soul. That's my thing because I've never had that before. So I don't know how I would adjust to that. You know what I mean? Like I, I would literally have to consciously be like, Erica, let him do it. Like you let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you, he wants to do this. Let him do it. I'm that type of person. I've never had that before. Yeah. I'm like, I'm always the one like, well, here go my part. Like, <laughs> Well, I think it comes down to really like, depending on who your mate is and different <clears throat> things like that, just like what y'all were saying, it's just really having an a, a open conversation about like what that's going to look like mm-hmm. for you all based on what you all need. Because I think everybody is different. And I think a lot of people go off what their parents did or their family did and or different things like or their privy mm-hmm. relationships and different things like that. And I think it's really important to just talk to your mate and see what is best for y'all. Like what's going to. What's going to put you all in the best financial situation? What's going to make you all happier? Yes. And not only that, so speaking of finances, when is the right time to even discuss finances? Off the rip. Let's <laughs> 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 so get you know, to the money right now. Yeah. That money's coming off the top of the check. <laughs> so, what you think I'm making? Not really I'm making. making. <laughs> I would say probably like when you said like moving together and everything and I'd say right when you put the ring on it, in my opinion. That's just me. I think That's definitely important. But I think like even beforehand, like you know, like you know, it's a serious relationship. Yeah. But now that we're legitimately like we're talking like joint accounts and. All that kind of stuff, like that's yeah. That's we need to start having these conversations, but yeah. we get this joint account first yeah. of all. But yeah. was, <laughs> I need to see something. Yeah. If, <laughs> that's what I was saying. But I mean, I wouldn't like, I, like if it's something really small in the beginning, like if it's a very like you know, like the relationship isn't all that long, then of course, like we can say like dates or something i mean like nothing nothing too crazy in the early dating stages i don't think it necessarily needs to be nah. like yeah. spoken about no nah. because honestly if you're in that type of financial mind you probably shouldn't be dating yeah mm-hmm. like that's yeah. that's something you have to humble yourself with um yeah. but even dating is expensive but i think once you yeah. kind of get past that that immediate dating phase then yes i think you have to live in your truth and be honest like hey yeah like this this is where i'm at Mm-hmm. Especially as like us as like young black professionals, like some people are skyrocketing, some oh, sorry, some people are skyrocketing, and some people are yeah. kind of just pushing Coasting. through the corporate ladder. Yeah. So it's nothing against our work mm-hmm. ethic. It's just yeah. that's where we are in life. Yeah. So I mean, women, I think overall are more the breadwinners, just pushing forward in millennials right now. So, like I know when I'm out here dating, essentially, like yeah. a lot of these women nurses, like they're they out here in these professions play. and they're making that money. Yes. And I have to be honest with it and say, hey, I'm not there yet. Yeah. So if we were to continue moving forward with this, like, know where I'm at. Yeah. And here's also just my different liabilities. And yeah. Alexia is my number one financial, like, concern. So. <clears throat> yes. Like, you got to know that moving forward before yeah. we start talking about joint accounts or just moving That's forward. True. Yeah. That's, That's very true. important. I think you just got to put it all out on the table. Yeah. It is what it is. Either they take it or leave it. You got to live yeah. in your truth. Like, I mean, <laughs> you do. Yeah, you do. We live in a society where, yeah. like we said, we over glamorize yeah. like this this lifestyle that's not necessarily real or ideal. Yeah. Like, we're 
we're young millennials like we're still trying to work our way up there yeah we are trying to figure it out yeah yes we are <laughs> what we got on live zach speak on faith on day one finances day two family day oh, three they got a schedule they <laughs> got the days of the week standing whole days <laughs> friends on day six strength day seven leadership day eight support day nine and trust day 20. got a whole calendar <laughs> I'm going to plan my life. She, that way, then I'm making they, it to day they, three. They, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Put that on an But no, I do agree with uh, Faith on day one. Yeah. 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 Yes. You know, Me too. Because See, if, you, if you're if you not on that right path already, right? it you just starts go. off super yeah. like on bad foundation. Yeah. See, my yeah. thing is like, we got to talk about what do you value most in life? Yeah. You know, like, I think, like, for me, it's like family and faith. He could yeah. say the same yeah, thing too. Think, yeah. So it's just like if we don't match up, like, oh yeah, you know, my values are more about like, you know, I'm just trying to get the hustle on yeah. and mm -hmm. trying to make that y'all aren't really yeah. equally yoked. Like I feel like a lot of people in today's time are like not equally yoked. Right. And not even just like and I'm not even talking about like money wise, I'm talking more like faith wise. And I think that's where like a lot of people mess up. Yes, you definitely have to um I don't know. I think this topic is kind of touchy. Yeah, but you have to bring it be. up. You do, you do, because they could be leading you to hell. So you need to know. You do need to know. And I'm not saying like, because I, I think that that lays the foundation of what kind of character you have too. Oh, for sure, it does. Because if I like, I would want somebody to have that level of faith, and even somebody that's that's been through something that has brought them closer to their personal relationship with God. I'm not trying to say you need to come to church and tote your Bible and preach to me yeah. that type of faith but like really be in tune with like your relationship with god and and be able to to start there with the foundation of yeah that, yeah of i mean person. i think it's it's not a far-fetched question to say you know what's your before you get in a relationship with me what's your relationship with god like yes you, know, you gotta true. have that as a, as a foundation before we even go anywhere go any, yeah go anywhere yes. yeah can he pray with me <laughs> listen does he know god for himself yes who you praying to okay <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, let's talk a little bit about your thoughts on how you meet somebody. Okay, let me tell you this backstory real quick. Go ahead. So, if Jen is listening, hi, I'm Jen, fine. I love you. Uh -oh. She Jen? is one of our hey, vanilla Jen. friends. She's our vanilla friend. I love hey, Jen. Jen. She had the nerve to tell me one day. I'm crying. She was like, hey, Erica, are you dating? I was like, no. She was like, have you tried online dating? I was like, no. Oh, and no. she was like, you should go on blackpeoplemeet.com. Uh, I could have slapped no. Jen. I, said, I, I will slap you, Jen. <laughs> black people meet. No. So what is your thoughts on online dating? Jen is not black. <laughs> I love Jen, though. She's but not. she didn't mean it any heart she, she did it she did it see on our last on this well, on the dating episode we were talking about online dating but now that we got a little bit more information about it it's it's um it's about as nerve-wracking as it is like in in real life yeah like you know like and you know you can get like inappropriate text messages and you can get like the most yeah. weirdest people and then like mm -hmm. there's a thing called catfish that actually yes. happens so yeah. it's just like <laughs> I love that the show. yeah <laughs> good show by the way <laughs> we're not promoting anything but we're just saying but i mean like on a on a serious note it's just like you know like you don't know this person yeah. and you're legitimately about to message them and you're like hey i saw you yeah across the internet and i just want to get to know you <laughs> yeah type of thing and you know you don't know how that's gonna go but i mean it goes for goes without saying like it's just a social barrier where you, you know you don't have any physicality whatsoever so yeah. yes but that's just 
yeah. what we've learned. Yeah, from I mean, else. I think dating, <laughs> online dating, just like social media, it's a tool. Yeah. You can yeah. use it right or you can, you can, you, sorry, you can use it wrong. Use it wrong. <laughs> um, my thing, I've tried it out before. I don't necessarily take it seriously. Like, yeah, I understand <laughs> like there's different points. We talk about seasons in your life where yes. the seasons like where I'm super focused and like I'm busy and I don't necessarily have the time or capacity to go out and function yeah. in social gathering. So mm-hmm. yeah. it comes down to it's a level of convenience. But I mean, convenience, yeah. something that comes easy doesn't <laughs> always mean it's worth it. Exactly. So, that's very true. That's the way I kind of that's why I kind of stepped away from it because like yeah. it is kind of easy to kind of be who you want to be on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that works both ways. And just like with the catfishing type thing, yeah. it happens yeah. just because mm-hmm. the internet is, is a tool. So that's people are going to use it right. to do what they want to do. That's true. You can't really find out someone's true intentions until you actually meet up and yeah. In yes. a lot of situations, it's actually dangerous because you're yes. meeting a complete yep. stranger. stranger. Yep. Yes. It could be a predator for all we know, and then yeah. it's just like. You know how to catch predator so, type of thing. But I mean, there's successes too. Like I've yeah. had some great relationships and great dates out of it. Yeah. Um, it just depends how you want to go about it. I yeah. know there's a lot of creeps out there, and there's also a lot of people looking for genuine love out there. That's true. Yes. But I mean, to yeah. me, also that speaks to a level. Like I said, it depends on the season in your life. It could speak true. to a level of insecurity that you don't know how to approach people. You don't know how to interact mm-hmm. with yeah. people. So mm-hmm. you're doing this over the internet. Yeah. And that's true. that works well over the internet. So you meet up face to face. And yeah, now the, the, the dreams that you sold <laughs> fall flat. That's what I was yep. just thinking because even like just talking back and forth through the app or whatever, mm-hmm. the connotation could be totally different. You yeah. you, you can misconstrue things. Yeah. Um. Again, you don't know that person. Of course, if you meet somebody face to face, they can still be lying to you about who they really are. That's but true. that's on a different Takes level. Takes a little bit more skill though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. But the thing with catfish is like that show. You'll hear the people saying, "Oh yeah, we've been in a relationship for four years, but I've never seen Housewife. him." So that tells you right there, like how, what is, what is that? Like, why does someone think that they are in a relationship with someone they've never seen? They've never met, you've never held them. You don't know what their voice sound like. Well, if you talk on the phone, whatever. But it's just a different, like, how can you be that into a relationship and say you love this person? You've never seen them. It's convenient. Yeah. And people and everybody just wants to be loved. So any, I feel like anything that's just like a smithereen of love or like, (laughs) or attention, like people will grasp that and different things like that. Maybe they don't have time. Instant gratification in my opinion. Yeah. Definitely instant gratification. Yeah. That too. But in in conclusion, I'm not going on blackpeoplemeet.com. I was just trying to see. So you haven't done any online dating? Mm Mm-mm. Good. Not for you? Not not for me. You like the in-person? Yeah. I want to meet someone like organically. Like that's that's so me. would you consider social media a form of online dating? Have you? I'm pretty sure something has happened in the direct message. It's sliding my DMs? Yeah. Yes. That has happened. <laughs> Nothing has come of it. So. <laughs> I mean, I just get weird stuff through DMs. And I just, half the time I don't respond. Sometimes I'm just like, thanks. You know, mm-hmm. if they say something polite or whatever, I'm like, thanks. And that's yeah. it. Like, don't keep messaging me. But that's it. What about you? I have. Online dating? Mm-hmm. I've done it. I've tried like apps and then I've talked to like a person or two through like social media. I actually met my high school sweetheart through social media. We were together like three years. Oh, wow. That's good. I've never tried it and I'm not. But it's all in the approach. <laughs> Interesting. Like you can't come in my DMs <laughs> acting crazy. Yes. Because I'll good. ignore you. I won't reply. Or I hate when I don't reply or I say something. Like you keep replying. Now you're blocked. <laughs> <laughs> she will block somebody in a hot minute. Listen, I'm the queen of blocking. Don't she try is. me. She is. <laughs> I am. I'm a professional blocker and will talk trash while I'm doing it. Eric, I'm about to block this person because they tried it and yada, 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 yada. Yes. But I think it just really comes down to like 
I feel like dating is so hard and it's so nerve wracking. And then you add in being a professional and then you add in children and then you add in just really trying to make it in different things like that. I really think you just have to do what's comfortable for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Y'all, we done went through all these topics. I'm looking at them right now. We literally hit each and every one of these topics. That's what's up. This is so fun. Like, I don't. It is. Like, can we just record? Do we forever? have any questions from our audience before yes, we go ahead come and on close live. this out? Anything. Oh. Well, this was fun, yeah. y'all. Thank you for joining Thank us. For we do have to do this again. Do y'all have any closing remarks before we close? Anything <laughs> y'all want to add that y'all didn't get to say about dating relationships or anything y'all want to speak on? Get off your chest. Yes. Any tip for single ladies out here looking for the one? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Give them something. Ladies. <laughs> Let me let y'all know something. Put your R&B voice on. <laughs> <laughs> Just do you, boo. That's all. Because, <laughs> you know, find happiness in the right places, you know. And um, we'll be there to catch you. No, I'm just like, <laughs> No, I mean, this is a great conversation. I, I had a great time. You know, a lot of people have asked us, like, hey, is it possible if we can have, like, guests on our show, stay dedicated, and have, like, a second opinion? And yeah. I think this is the perfect way yeah. Yeah. on handling that type of situation. So we, yeah. would, we would love to come back. We're down for it. Yeah. And, I mean, other than that, I mean... I was debating if I was just gonna go off on like a last minute rant. Go ahead, Justin. You got time. This is do Justin we're talking about here. Come on, man. You got Come on, this. Justin. Don't hold back. Give us a little rant. Come on. I mean, when it, in regards to like overall dating, I think one of the biggest things is know yourself before you get yeah. into anything. Like, yeah. like we talked about a lot of future things as far as like moving forward with dating, yeah. but before you even get to that point, take the time to understand yeah. your sing your season of singleness. Yeah, yes. that's important. Who you are, your relationship with the Lord. Uh, start to curate your your environment so that's the people around you. Um, I would say even go like I said, go back analyze your your family, yes. how they came about. Everybody. Yes, because yeah. that's the type of stuff that that comes up later yes. in life, yes. and it, it'll <laughs> it'll wreck your world because you didn't think about you know yeah. what happened between your mom and your dad, or you know how your parents treated your siblings like those are type of psychological things that can really dig deep into your relationship with other people Uh, so really like before we get into like any type of dating take that period to really just be by yourself i don't say be by yourself not isolate per se but like focus on yourself focus on your goals which you want to um ascertain to in life because relationships can derail that too if you're not putting your your feet down on like what you truly want to go to right so we always say that don't waste your singleness yeah like i feel like there's always a purpose like for being single and i feel like being like your singleness is like really 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 important like i feel like if you don't get the full effect of your singleness like you're not gonna you're not gonna appreciate the person that's for Mm -hmm. you and then you're not gonna have done like the inner work Mm. yes which is so important and i think a lot of people realize i feel like a lot of people just think like oh I'm just going to be me. I'm going to do what I do. And then I'm going to meet Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. And then it's going to be amazing. Nah, but no, we, it's not. But we forget that, like, there's inner work that has to be done. I was telling Erica this, like, when I was in grad school, I took, like, a whole break from dating. I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't entertain anybody. I was like, I'm going to focus on school. But I'm also going to work on myself and different things like that. And even though it was kind of hard, it was, like, I didn't realize it, but it was something that I needed to do. And people didn't really think that I was going to, like, not entertain anybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it was like the best thing that I could have ever done because I found out some stuff about myself. I found out some things that I needed to work on, some things that I needed to pray through, and just some things that I wasn't over in some unknown baggage that I didn't even realize that I was carrying. And obviously, no one's perfect, and I still have things to work on, but I feel like I'm in a much better place to receive someone. Like, they wouldn't have to carry on this excess baggage, and, like, they're getting the most pure, honest, genuine version of me that I can be at this stage in my life. That was beautiful. You know, I try to give you a little word at the end. I you know, have no uh, benediction at this point. Um, I will say. Do we have anything else? <laughs> yes. So our audience asked us, um, how do we feel about living uh, with, I guess, just a significant other or whoever before we get married? So living with somebody. For me, um, <clears throat> this is Shelby. <laughs> no, but seriously, for me, I would only do it if we were engaged, we had a date, and both of our leases was up. We can save that money. We can save that money now. That is the only time that I will live with another person or another guy. That's it. Exact same for me. I'm not living with you prior. To I'm not going to be your living girlfriend. I can't. No. Yeah. I need my space. <laughs> <laughs> We can make it to three days. It don't have to be back to back three days. Right? <laughs> we need some space. You go to your place. I go to my place. It's right. cool. But yeah. like, I don't know. That's just me. No, I mean, I think that speaks to like the, for me, it's the structure of marriage. I think like, yeah. I'm we're not about to even like, um, lessen our marriage by, by starting yeah. it early type thing. Yeah. So I don't want to set any, any false precedents. Like we're yeah. going to do this the right way. So. We got to have that level of, of separation. Because some people feel like, oh, if we live together first, I get to know who you are. Yeah. Like, really get to see that person for, I guess, who they are. Because it's different if you live with them or whatever. But I think from a woman's perspective, I don't agree that I'm going to just live with this man with no vision for our relationship. Because that could happen. And I don't want to run that risk of just... yeah. You know what? No, okay. oh, <laughs> I don't want to run that. I, was, I feel something else brewing. Oh, no. <laughs> no way. To see. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got? Because I mean, we're talking about being intentional and like not um, defacing the the nature of marriage and uh, keeping separate households, and that also falls on the line of like abstinence before marriage, like making sure, like, all right, we're not. You know what? I have no comment. <laughs> I plead the fifth. No, that's very hard. <laughs> it is. It's, it's extremely hard. But it's. I feel like it's something that has to be discussed. I mean, yes. we people fall short. You're dying. Yes. Uh, I agree, but I still had no comment. Nah, I think. What? I think this. This is what people. This is what yeah. people need to hear. It's true. The the, the level of transparency of like. <laughs> Hey, we we all know the right things to do in order to have a successful marriage. Yeah, um, you're right. But you're right. It's the right thing where, to where do. Where do we draw our lines at? Where do we make concessions for it? Yeah. And when in a in a society where divorce is so rampant, can we directly tie that to it? The fact that yeah. we don't not have a, a level of self control before yeah. marriage. Okay, this uh <laughs> person that I know and love. Hey, girl, she's talking about sorry, got a test to be. All you want me to come on money. What do we mean test? What do we mean by yeah. test? Yeah. Explain what test. Do, what do we mean test? I know what test means. Is it a trial? <laughs> like test driving? Is this, what, we're a 30, 30 day trial type of thing? Yeah. Like, all right, we're going to test out the waters and see how. Because I don't know. No, you're right. Because I feel like a lot of times, like when you do 
put sex in it and different things like that. Yeah. Like that's a soul tie. And I feel like a lot of times, like we, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. You will. I, mean, I think we tie. underestimate the, the power of a soul tie. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. And, your, and your judgment gets clouded in different things like that. And I feel like sometimes you don't even know if you even like this person. Like, yeah. do y'all have the same vision? Do y'all want the same things? Does he want a family? Does he want kids? Is he monogamous? Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all have the same vision for y'all? So do y'all, like, if y'all took sex out of it, would y'all have anything to talk about? Yeah. Boom. Like, oh. I was I was watching this episode of Steve Harvey a year or so ago. And they did this dating experiment where the couples, they, um, they took out sex from their relationships for like a certain amount of time. I don't know if it was like a month or six months or whatever. Long story short, one of the couples came back and they weren't together. And the guy literally said, he was like, we broke up because when we didn't, when we stopped having sex, we didn't have, we looked at each other. She looked at me. I looked at him. We had nothing to talk about. And we realized that we weren't meant for each other. Yeah. That's real. That is so real. But it's hard. I'm not going to sit here and be no, like, it, it has to be the decision of both couples. Yeah. Because I don't. I don't ever want to feel like that's just my idea. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And the guy doesn't agree with it. Then we yeah. ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah. I do think you should leave it out at least for a, an extended amount of time. And it's not like a whole Steve Harvey thing, like three, six months or whatever thing. But I think that you have to take it out so that you can just see if you all are emotionally connected, if your energy levels match, and if you have the same vision and different things like that. Because my thing is, if I take it out, like, are you going to respect my decision to take it out to really, really, really get to know you? Because Mm -hmm. if you can't even do something simple like that to respect me, then you can't respect me for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it speaks (laughs) to self-control. So, I mean, we we have self-control in certain aspects of our life, but, like, if you can't transfer that to another aspect, then it's, like, also a form of gluttony. Like, you're just... You're yes. overindulging. That's true. So that's going to reflect on something else. So it might be sex one day. It could be yeah. alcohol the next. Mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, TV. Like, this, it speaks to a, de- a, de- a deeper level of an addiction or yeah. lack yes. of self-control. That's true. I never thought about it like that. But Maybe it really is. But it definitely is challenging. I mean, I I know in my mind how essentially I want to play it out. I want to make sure like I do have an, an abstinent period before like engagement per se, and then from engagement on. Yeah. So it might mm-hmm. be that year before we get married, just like to yeah. make sure like we can actually push through this. Cause yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it, it takes work. And yeah. I think sex eases a lot of the work in relationships. It just, yeah, it, it places like a, a blanket over everything. Yeah, it does. So I want to know how, how we resolve problems when sex is off the table. Right. Because that's important. And I don't think a lot of people do that. And I think a lot of people just let their judgment cloud them. Yeah. Yes. Especially sex is tied to emotions. And so it's yes, like you I staying a little yeah. bit too long mm-hmm. because you done <clears throat> had sex with this man. So <laughs> that's that not is. true. Yes. Yeah, man. These are the type of things that that's crazy well i would just like to say that i've enjoyed this conversation because for me like me and erica like we sit here and we talk about stuff like this all the time just like off the dome through snapchat through talking just chilling and hanging different things like that but it's always to me it's always interesting to hear it from a guy's point of view because we get so used to hearing each other (laughs) like sometimes like when y'all were talking i was like oh okay i know (laughs) okay that's interesting So it's always good to have a good point of view. So I'm glad that y'all joined us. Yeah, thank you so much. And y'all should definitely come back. Can y'all let our listeners like know where to find y'all on social media? Take it away, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) The easy way is www.staydedicated.com. The website's fully up and keeps us up to date with um, with all the episodes. But 
We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, finally on Apple. Finally Yay! on Apple, that yes. Was, that was a struggle. It was. We made it. YouTube is, is up and coming, so uh, social uh, media, yeah. everything, stay dedicated. Uh, you can follow us personally. I'm Just a Fiasco, Zach Ammons. Zach Ammons, yeah. Um, I mean, everything. On the, the most important thing is probably the website. That, you can get the merch. You can stay up to date with the different things that we do on our individual socials. So Yeah. That's dope. Out. Yes. Well, thank They're you. Super, super dope. Thank you. That was a good show. Yes. And that's a wrap, y'all. And with that being said, <laughs> stay, stay dedicated. dedicated. <laughs> <laughs>